Believing is seeing. The eyes to see that Jesus described are sometimes the eyes of belief, faith in what is hoped for, certainty in things not seen. Now wrap all those ideas into a single word and you get the word love. Love, as in God is love. Today on this second Sunday of Advent is a Sunday when we emphasize and believe in love. Every time we act in love, every time we do something in love, we put the story of Jesus on display. The world becomes now. It's no longer the world to come. It's now. And today we love, specifically the love that we continue to meet in Jesus. Let's pray. God, thank you for your love. Thank you for showing us the way. And thank you for continuing to use us to put your love on display. In the name of Jesus, amen. So on the way back from the family wedding a few weeks ago in Memphis, we left Memphis, Tennessee at 5 a.m. sharp, which is a victory. We left at 5 a.m. sharp for miles and miles on Interstate 40 at 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. as we watched the sun come up behind us on a Sunday morning. All right, so do you have that picture? It's us and a whole lot of 18-wheelers. It's all that's out. At 5 o'clock on Interstate 40 in Tennessee on Sunday morning at 5 o'clock. Truckers and Jeff and Jennifer. That's about it. We got to talking about how interstates, no matter what time of day, even (laughs) on Sunday morning, early, how interstates have become conveyor belts for 18-wheelers. Have you noticed that? Have you you driven the Houston to Dallas 45 thing lately? See, I haven't. I don't want to make that drive. That's a hard drive, and it doesn't matter what time of day it is. It's this conveyor belt of 18-wheelers. They're just everywhere. And so we were talking about it. I wasn't really complaining not really. I was observing like a sociologist, you know, just here's, here's what's what. And then we got quiet for a little bit, and I would pass, you know, a truck, pass a truck, pass them, and then they would line up side by side, and one would just barely pass the other one, and, you know, you'd get around and And then something really struck me. I made this. I'm responsible for this. I slash we created this world. It didn't just happen. We didn't just wake up one morning and suddenly a bunch of truckers decided to go for a drive. We made this. When I order an out-of-print book 
from a used bookseller in Indiana, and I want it two days from now. I put that truck on the road. When I want to eat watermelon in January, I put that truck on the road. And I got to thinking about the, I guess, website that must not be named.com. And I ordered a book from them in 1996, 1997, back when they were just a bookstore. I, mean, I, remember, I remember the book. I still have it in my office. Because I was so nervous about ordering a book from the Internet. I thought that like something bad was going to happen. Because nobody was doing that. And I was thinking about that book this morning, thinking about this sermon, I thought, wait, that was only 20 years ago. A little over, but that, that's, that's only... Can you think about this? Think about how much things have changed in 20 years. But if I slash we are responsible for that kind of stuff, who's to say that we can't also be responsible for dreaming together? Like dreaming up something really magnificent and world-changing. We can be responsible for saying yes to God, focusing on God's love with one another. So here's a thing for the second Sunday of Advent. We enter this Christmas season. Let's dream together. And when we believe, we can actually see the world around us. And so here's the story and the message of someone who dared to believe, someone who said yes to God, and someone whose dream is still coming true among us. So this starts in Luke 3, introduction and then it's what John the Baptist says. That earlier in the service that dad, his dad, Zechariah, dreamed for him in many ways. So here's Luke 3. In the 15th year of the reign of Emperor Tiberius, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea and Herod was ruler of Galilee, and his brother Philip, ruler of the region of Iturea and Trachontius, and Lysanias, ruler of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. He went into all the region around the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance. For the forgiveness of sins, as it is written in the book of the words of the prophet Isaiah. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make his paths straight. Every valley shall be filled and every mountain and hill shall be made low and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways made smooth, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Now, we don't hear that as a wild dream anymore because many of us in here have heard that a hundred times. And we've said it. Maybe you've stood in this place and read it out loud before. 
We don't hear this as that wild anymore. Just like 20 years ago, 30, 40 years ago, when someone dared to dream, and then it became so a part of who we are that we don't hear it as that outrageous anymore. You know, think about in the 1940s, right before Chuck Yeager broke the sound barrier, what everyone was saying. Same thing they said about the four-minute mile before the guy ran the four-minute mile. You know what they said? Can't be done. Cannot be done. And then someone did it. That's what we're facing here with John the Baptist in the wilderness and his message. Mountains made low. That can't be done. Mm. What if this isn't such a wild dream? What, and what if it's not just poetry? What if this is a promise that the way of the Lord is about straightening curves that spell danger? What if obstacles like mountains actually become easy to walk across? Everything that is rough is made smooth. And here's one for all of us siblings of all those prodigals. Jesus is in the business of bringing salvation to all flesh. Everything that has breath. John the baptizer, by way of Isaiah, the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare. This is us. This is who we are. This is our job. This is our message. This is who we are as what we call a church. This is, our, this is our mission. This is, this is our call. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make His paths straight. Every valley shall be filled, every mountain and hill made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways made smooth, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Now, do you notice who's not doing the acting in that passage? And this one's going to be kind of hard to hear. This is not about the work of God. This is about us. This is about our work. God is working among us, and God is the one who equips us. But this passage is a command to us. Prepare the way of the Lord. This is our work. Make His paths straight. And then along the way, every valley shall be filled. Well, that's a lot of work. And that's when we come here, proclaim, and we pray, God, this valley-filling business is just too hard. Help. God says, okay. Every mountain and hill shall be made low. I, I'm tired. I'm tired of chopping down mountains with the edge of my hand. Okay, so then what is God doing? God is saying, I'll help. I'll equip you. And crooked made straight and rough ways made smooth and it's our job to take the salvation of God to all this flesh. I know that a lot of times in church circles and Christianity and everything that goes with that, that it makes sense to say, I want to be like Jesus. And I do. But I think today in Zechariah's song, and in this introduction to John the Baptist, this is also a reminder of someone else that we need to be like. 
The message today is more like being like John, John the baptizer. But it's not popular. And it's certainly not that convenient to say, I want to be like John the Baptist. I want to be like John the baptizer, but without all the the beheading. And um, (laughs) I don't want to live in the desert. I've done that before. I don't want to do it again. I don't like stepping into rivers. It's just... I don't want to eat grasshoppers. But other than that, I want to be like John the Baptist. What are we doing here? What, this, is, this is where Advent is a season of reorientation, but it's also a season of new orientation. What are we here for? What in the world are we doing here on a Sunday morning? Are we just going through the motions? Are we singing songs? Or are we remembering that we are here to receive a call? And that call, is this what John the Baptist is proclaiming in the wilderness? That's our message to tell. This is priority number one. We are to be people of God's love. And we are to share the abundant message of God's big love. And in the meantime, and this is the hard part, to not get bitter and cynical as the 18-wheelers go rushing by. That's the hard part. A recent story on 60 Minutes raised all kinds of eyebrows in the aviation and transportation industry. Have you heard of this startup company called Boom? First of all, I don't think that's a very good name for an airplane company, but that's beside the point. So literally, the company is called Boom. They're working with NASA, NASA engineers, and they are trying to develop the next supersonic airliner. Remember the Concorde way back then? They're trying to do it again. And they're, they're talking crazy. I don't know if you saw the interview. If you haven't, I'll give you a rundown. They're going to try to overcome sonic booms to what they're calling sonic thumps so that Oklahoma City doesn't get destroyed again like it did when they tested sonic booms for six months straight over Oklahoma City. So they're trying to do sonic thumps. And then, get this, the leader of Boom says, it is my goal within 10 to 20 years to have the ability to get just about anywhere in the world in four hours for $100. And you know what the people in the transportation industry are saying about him, right? Can't be done. And so, what did the guy in 60 Minutes ask him? How are you going to do this? How in the world? I mean, the Concorde cost thousands of dollars just on a one-way flight across the Atlantic. How in the world are you going to pull this off? And he said, by iterating. And we just keep iterating. I mean, look at what Tesla's done. Look at what all these companies have done. I remember I had a friend 
in the 1980s whose dad bought a Beta VCR for $900. And this was like in the late 70s, early 80s when that stuff was happening. You, you couldn't give away a VCR today. You, you couldn't. I, I've tried. You can't give them away. You know, I, I felt like it was the time that I, I drove my old 1984 Pontiac Sunbird limping and smoking into the Nissan dealership when I was in college to try to get a car. I thought I was going to have to give them money to take it off my hands. That's kind of what VCRs have become. And then this guy says, we're going to try to pull this off for $100. Just going to keep doing it. Now the story went on to say he's got a couple of obstacles. Number one, he doesn't have enough startup capital. Number two, he doesn't have an engine for the plane yet. And they put that back in front of him. How are you going to do this? He said, we're just going to keep working. Now, is he going to pull it off? We'll see. We'll see. Mountains made low? We'll see. It doesn't sound feasible to me. You ever driven in the mountains? Have you ever hiked up a mountain? Totally low, smooth, clean. Mountains made low. That doesn't sound very realistic. Darkest valleys filled with light. That doesn't sound realistic either. Maybe that's why the absolute truth of Psalm 25 that we read last week says it quite well. All the paths of the Lord are steadfast love and faithfulness. All flesh gets to see the salvation of God? Well, but, no, 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 no. Stop that. Stop that. That, that doesn't work. And that's certainly not in the text. And we're people who are real big on text, right? It's not there. All flesh shall see the salvation of God, period. And you know what the best news of that is? It's from another passage that kind of connects us into this love day on Advent. There is no fear in love. There is no fear in love. Zero. Amen.